This is episode 239, Be Careful of Free Tools. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast, to episode number 239. As always, I want to start by saying thank you for tuning in today. Uh, I know how valuable your time is. There's loads of things you could be doing, so thank you for tuning in to this episode. And today, I'm talking about free tools or services that you could sign up for, because it's very common for tools and services to offer, offer a, uh, a free tier or to even just give away their product or service entirely. And as a customer, this sounds great, right? You know, you can start using it for free and you can pay later if you need to unlock more features. So sounds good, but I hear all the time from customers and clients who have been caught out after signing up for what they thought was a free tool, only to learn it's not entirely free or they're forced to pay later. And I'm not saying point blank that you shouldn't use free tools, only that there are a few things to consider when signing up for free tools and services, just things to be thinking about. So. With that in mind, let's get into this episode. If you want to get access to the show notes today, you can find the blog post at paulminers.com slash 239. I've got a few useful links and things referenced there. So the first thing to think about, and you've maybe heard this expression before, is that you are the product. So whenever a tool offers a free product, this is usually because they're generating revenue in other ways. You know, they're a business, they have to make money. So if you're getting the product for free, somebody else is footing the bill somewhere. Facebook is, a, is probably the best known example of this. You know, you're well aware we don't pay for Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you get the product for free and in exchange you give away some information and Facebook makes money through advertising. Google Analytics is offered for free to website owners. Uh, they do this to get on as many websites as they can because they've got their code there now. They can track and collect information about more and more people and that can help Google to serve ads in Google Search and YouTube. Even services like Unroll.me, this is an inbox cleaning service, completely free for users because they sell the data about your email to data intelligence companies like Nielsen IQ. Now, you might be fine with this if you're comfortable with your information being used in this way, uh, but a lot of the time, users sign up for a service like this without understanding the full story. Unroll Me was a really good one. People didn't realize exactly to what extent their uh, information was being used and how much information about that email was being given away. And there was some controversy about the company a couple of years ago. But that's something to consider, even if you just see the free tier uh, or if it's completely free, is am I am I sacrificing something without, without knowing? Uh, Pipedrive, on the other hand, Pipedrive is a tool that I consult on, I use myself. They don't have any free tier. There's no ads, they're not selling your data. The only way they make money is you have to pay them. And it's just a completely different business model. Something else I've seen people run into a lot is you get stuck with limited features. So a common issue, and I get this from clients, is that maybe they signed up for a free service because it was really attractive. The free plan sounds really good, but then they're forced to pay later because the free version is now too limited. And tools and services usually charge for powerful features that, you know, if you upgrade, you get more powerful features, that's fine. But there are sometimes limits on the volume you can use the tool that then you may find you get forced to upgrade. So HubSpot is a good example of this. Uh, and again, this is just uh, what I've heard. I don't, I've never used HubSpot, so I'm not speaking 
with firsthand uh, an account, uh, firsthand account of this, but from what a lot of clients have told me is they offer their CRM product for free, and compared to something like PipeDrive, when there's a free option out there, you know, HubSpot CRM, great free option, just as good as PipeDrive, very similar, sounds like a great deal. But users then end up paying more in the long run as they're forced to upgrade based on the volume of contacts they have or emails they're sending. And because the time and cost of switching tools is often quite high, they just put up with it. Asana, on the other hand, has a free tier but doesn't force you to upgrade. So yeah, you'll have limited features, but there are no caps on the number of projects or teams that you can set up, so there shouldn't really be any surprises later. So a small business could use Asana for free for years with no issues. Yep, they're not going to get the full suite of all the bells and whistles, but they're not going to kind of paint themselves into a corner. You would only need to upgrade based on the number of users in the account surpassing 15, which kind of I think is fair. <clears throat> the key takeaway here is read the fine print because people often get sucked in or, or attracted to the free version and then realize, oh man, it's only really going to be free for a short while. And then once I'm really up and running with this tool, I'm, there's probably going to be no choice. Actually, I'll, I'll share one more example. Calendly is a good example of this. Now, I love Calendly. I think the product is great and I've used it for years but they have their free tier. I think, if I'm not mistaken, you can you get one free event type when you sign up. Now that's very limiting. There's not a, you're not gonna get a ton of use out of Calendly if you can only set up one event type, or at least I couldn't anyway. Some people might be fine, but others, others um, you, might, you might find it, um, it, it's fine for you, but it's not, it's not for me. So I found that really I had to pay to, to sign up, but you know what, for a scheduling tool that's really central and crucial to my business, I don't mind paying. The next uh, thing to think about is there's often less skin in the game if you sign up for a free tool. This is sort of a less obvious disadvantage of free tools, um, but when you have less skin in the game, you may find that you don't get as much out of it. Because if you pay for a tool, you're now incentivized to get the most out of it so you can get a better return from the money you've spent on it. So, so for years, like years ago, I'd heard about this tool, Keyboard Maestro, many, many times. I never signed up because they didn't have a free trial, um, they didn't have any um, uh, free tier or, or limited version tier. It was just like you pay for the product. And I thought, it, yeah, it's probably something I can use. But it was really only when David Sparks uh, came out with his Keyboard Maestro field guide that I decided, okay, I'm now ready to sign up to this tool because I'm going to get the field guide. I'm going to learn how to use this tool really well because once I pay for it, I want to make sure I get the most out of it. And now I have the resources to do that. And I'm approached fairly often as well by companies who ask me to try their tool or service. And I almost always say no, often because I don't have a need for the tool, but also because I need to have skin in the game. If you just say, look, here's this free tool. Can you have a, have a play with it? I'm not incentivized to use it. Like, unless I'm invested, I'm, I'm not gonna spend as much time learning how to get the most out of it. It's the same with online courses as well. People say, I'll sign you up for my course. You can sign up for free. Or some people, you know, cheeky as they may be, ask me, say, can I have your, your, your course for free? I mean, number one, I want to be fair to people that pay for it. I can't just give it away for free. But also, if I give it to you for free, you probably won't use it because you're not invested. There's no skin in the game. You're not going to watch it. I know that that's been my experience with online courses. If you just give me the course, I'm not going to use it. Uh, I need to pay for it. I need to be invested. And the final point I wanted to make is that another reason to avoid free services is to support the development of good quality products and services. You need to support the developers. If every tool operated with the Facebook, 
Google Analytics, unroll me model of it's completely free. We're just kind of make money other ways through data and information. We would live in this world run by data brokers who are just trading information. Personally, and I might not be, uh, people might not agree with me with this, but I would rather pay for a service knowing I'm supporting a more traditional business model that doesn't depend on sacrificing privacy. And that's with everything here. I mean, a lot of this is uh, just my own personal opinion. Obviously, I think free tools are good. Free trials, a free tier is a great way to get in the door and sample a product before you then pay. I think that's, uh, that's absolutely fine. No issues there. The key takeaway here is signing up for a free tier with maybe the wrong expectations or not, or not fully understanding the future cost that may come. Like I said, with the HubSpot example, signing up going, yep, it's completely free. I'm sweet. It's all good. And then you get trapped. You realize, oh, I'm going to have to pay a lot to keep using this later on down the road. So anyway, hope this has been useful today. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any thoughts, comments, feedback, you can post me a comment on the blog at paulminers.com slash 239. Thanks for your time today, and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners Podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show, and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you, become, you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com VIP, where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up, is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com slash VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening, and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast.